The brain is absolutely ridiculous and one of the least understood aspects of the natural kingdom. We don't even understand how the brain of a worm works, so how on earth are we meant to comprehend our own evolved grey matter? Psychology has only been officially studied for 130 years-ish, and we're still making huge discoveries every year. My mum's a psychologist, so I grew up hearing about all this stuff and really took it for granted. Some of the things that I learned were really amazing and I just didn't think anything of it at the time. So like any responsible millennial, I decided to start a podcast about it and share the sweet, sweet gift of therapy. I'm sat on the couch with my mum, Sandy. She's a psychologist with over 20 years experience studying and treating clients. Hi mum. Hello. We're going to release a new episode each week talking about a different aspect of mental health and therapy and hopefully some of you will find it quite useful. All of our episodes are going to be filmed and put on YouTube if you want to watch us actually sit on couches with the fire on. It's really quite decadent. You might enjoy watching it. It's quite calming. Uh, the link is going to be on our Instagram bio at on the sofa pod so go give us a follow if you like the podcast rates five stars on itunes because it helps us reach new people and this week we're just going to do a really quick intro episode of like what we want to cover and like how we want to structure the podcast right good yeah cool so we're going to split the episodes up into like chunks of mm-hmm. like topics if you will so the first topic we're going to do is like psychology 101 like basics to psychology so what we're going to cover in the first one Mom? well basics to what can I do before I get into therapy? Right, okay. What, how can I work out what I need? Sure, so the first topic we're going to cover is how to do therapy. Yeah. And then we're going to look at the different kinds of therapists. Yeah. Um, and the different types of therapy. For sure. Then you can perhaps work out what you, what, exactly what you need before you start making the phone calls. Yeah, because it costs a lot of money to go to mm. therapy. And if you're spending... £100 a week on something that isn't the best suited to you. Exactly. And some clients, they'll say to me, I've been in therapy for two years. Two years. Um, For what? Well, I've been feeling anxious and depressed. And they've been in therapy for two years. I think that's quite a long time. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. Worth saying at this point, uh, mum is a professional, I am not. So if I make comments and they're not quite right, sorry about that. And also we're going to be speaking in generalities because yeah. it's such a personal, specific topic therapy that like there's no way we could do something like this and hit the nail on the head for every person every no, time. of course not. So we're going to be speaking in general terms. Please don't come at us if we... Get something wrong. Get something wrong. And also, we've you know, this is a really bleeding edge field. It's like, it's so brand new and the mm. study is are coming out almost weekly with mm. like new discoveries and how the brain works and our understanding of psychology is increasing so much week on week mm. that someone who studied you know 20 years ago like yourself or five years ago is already so out of date with what we've just discovered that it, it's an emerging field so some of the stuff we talk about is what you use day to day and maybe there's new stuff coming yeah, out so really do your fine. research on this you know yeah. we're just going to do what, what an outline exactly really. so yes yeah, so what is a therapist we're going to talk about therapy shopping Yep. Okay. How to, how to find the perfect one for you. Yep. And then finally, we're going to cover what you can do right now before you get to therapy to really maximise your chances of getting the most out of it. Uh, the second month, second chunk we're going to do is yep. methodology month. Yeah. What's the methodology? So what type of theory each therapist uses. Right. So the most common one is C- CBT is most common in, in the NHS. Um, person-centered therapy is that's one of the oldest ones apart from psychodynamic. So psychodynamic therapy is also widely used. So they're the three main ones within my field. 
I have a lot more um, theories that I know and work with, but I'm just going to stick with those three because there's no point sort of convoluting the whole thing. Just keep it simple. For sure. And it's just to give you an understanding that there are different options of treatment because CBT is such a trigger word. You know, I know mm. CBT, my counsellor knows CBT. And yeah. actually, maybe CBT is a terrible choice for you and it really won't yeah. su suit you. didn't suit me. I preferred ACT, which is mm. a slightly different version of it. Um, so that's just going to give you an overview of the, the basic methodologies that are used. Then we're going to do a bunch of episodes, bunch of episodes called Why Am I Like I Am, mm -hmm. which was your idea. Yeah, because I think a lot of people do question, why am I like this? And what's life all about? Mm. And what am I doing? Yeah. What's going on with me? So, yeah, I thought that'd be quite, quite useful. Um, and we split that up again into four little episodes. We're going to do one on early childhood mm -hmm. and parental attachments, which I think is so important in yeah. your work. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to do my favourite rule, the average of five people rule, mm -hmm. and like peer-to-peer -peer relationships, like friendships. Mm -hmm. We're going to do a week on romantic relationships mm -hmm. and how they can really affect that your person, life. Right? Yeah. yeah, your life completely. Yeah. And then finally, we're going to talk about big life milestones like bereavement and divorce and things that can cause you real upheaval in day-to-day -day life. Yeah, and cultural changes in um, some people moving around with their jobs, etc. Okay. So the next month, we're going to look at um, confidence and insecurity, which is such... Insecurity is so huge, like day-to-day -day for people. Um, and we're going to cover, like, the difference between self-esteem and confidence. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Because... A lot of people don't know what the difference is and, and I think again that's important to know because it's educational, right? Right. So we use that stupid word psychoeducational um, in, in psychology and that should help the person think a little bit more about do I need confidence skills or do I need to build up my self-esteem or is it both yeah because they are as we'll get into they're really really different and uh learning skills like how to present one in a room is very different from actually feeling insecure they're completely different skill yeah. sets we're gonna look into that um over a few weeks and we're gonna then look at a group of episodes about loneliness and brain changes which again was your idea yeah i think um with the pandemic this has become a real issue mm. and i thought it was would be quite interesting to talk about not only the word loneliness but about the biology of it mm. and how it affects the biochemicals of that person mm. i thought that would be quite useful yeah a lot of things that really help me is actually if you understand why you feel the way you do not you know how to fix it it really helps because you know for example, people tend to feel negatively about things because that's how we've evolved to keep ourselves safe. So yeah. if you have a bad day, sometimes I'm just like, well, it's actually how I'm designed to be. I'm meant to feel sad sometimes and that's okay and just yeah. let it pass. And that, that really helped me. So we're going to try and help understand these things. And we're going to look at isolation and self-deprecation and how if you spend a lot of time feeling lonely and isolated, that can develop into more serious and more complex complex issues and mm. actually if you trace it back it might just come from feeling a little bit lonely at school or whatever so yeah. we're going to look into all those things and and also something that i was asked specifically on instagram before we recorded was um re-socializing mm. after i after this isolation mm. period and how anxiety inducing that can be mm, definitely it has been such a terrible time and that's a really good topic to discuss later on 
about sure. how we do need to get back out into society and build that confidence back mm-hmm. up again there's going to be a lot of overlap we found like yeah a lot of these things kind of cross over of course they do uh, and the final thing we've got written down in this first chunk of episodes should, should take us a few weeks to get there but we want to cover the most common I think the most common issues we have in the UK which are anxiety and depression yeah definitely um, and of course they they're now elevated um, because, because of, the, of pandemic. the pandemic yeah uh, so we're going to cover both of them in pairs. We're going to do two episodes on anxiety and two on depression, probably, at least to start with. And the first one's going to be what is anxiety? Uh, again, from like an overview point and also from a biological point of view, yeah. like the symptoms, but also what's actually happening back there to make you feel that way. Um, and then you said we don't treat anxiety. We manage, manage it. it. Yeah, because we ha- all have to have some anxiety. I mean, even if you think back... I'm sure this happened to you as well. When you go into an exam, there is a certain amount of anxiety and just a certain amount is really good for you because mm. it makes you more alert. Yeah. But then if you t- if it tips over, obviously that's no good. Right. So it's learning how to respect that anxiety is fine as long as you can manage it. Okay, so we're going to do what is it? how to manage it and then we're going to look at exactly the same for depression what is depression why do we feel the way we do what are the symptoms what can they cause and then with depression it really is a treatment thing because no one deserves or should be feeling mm. depressed um, so things that you can do at home without therapy to try and manage those symptoms and like work through some of the things that could yeah. be at the bottom of it um, a few like housekeeping things this isn't a therapy session for no. you and it is not trying to be a substitute for that. No, definitely not. Like it's, It would just be impossible to, to treat people via a podcast. It's mm. more an educational attempt to like get people talking about therapy and like the differences and understanding what it means to see a psychologist or mm. a counsellor and how they're different and what is best for you and how to get the most out of your sessions if you do decide to go that route and if you don't just to educate you so maybe you can help your friends more or mm. if you do find yourself in a slump being able to diagnose yourself a little bit and be like yeah. why do I feel like this I suppose it all boils down to in a nutshell in one word self-awareness self-awareness is it one word or is it two words yeah well two words then that's for another episode folks <laughs> So this is just like the little overview of like what we're going to be covering. But starting next Monday, every Monday, we're going to be releasing an episode and starting off with Psychology 101 month with what do I need to know before I go to therapy? Like what can I do yeah. beforehand? Um, and hopefully you're all here for that. If you're watching on YouTube, thanks very much. Make sure you click subscribe. If you don't follow us on Instagram, it's at on the sofa pod. Uh, and yeah, make sure you check us out there and we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends about us. Let's spread the word. Yeah, brilliant. We've got thousands of listeners. Oh, and if you need to ask any questions, that's good too. Yeah, if you need to ask questions, you can send us a direct message on Instagram mm-hmm. or you can email um, mum... Uh, Healthy Mind Stafford on the website. Healthy Mind Stafford, just get on the contact form and send an email in and we'll answer yeah. questions. Brilliant. Cool, see you next week.